bed than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Tuesday. Hope you're all doing well. I've got a bit of a sinus problem going on, but we heard all about that in the last episode. <laughs> but anyway... I seem to be stuck on talking about things like stats and saves. So I think I'll just continue on with that for today. Give a little sage advice from me. And I call it sage advice because I have an assortment of sages in front of me. And I'm getting ready to cook something. I happen to have sage. So I'll just sprinkle a little advice on the sage. Blah, 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 blah. And, uh... Yeah, that's almost a dad joke, if I was a dad, I guess. Anyway, I want to talk about the six step playing the stats, and where rolling comes in. I mean, this is, this is kind of, well, it was important to me at the beginning, but I'll get into that, you know, I'll, we'll, we'll dive into this a little deeper after this. Okay, we have your six stats in a class of level D&D type role-playing system. Strength, intelligence, wisdom, dexterity, constitution, charisma. Three are mental, three are physical. Now, when I first started, I was afraid I wouldn't, wouldn't be able to role-play. Not for lack of any kind of theatrical talent or anything like that. Yeah, I'm humble. But... More like, how do I place somebody smarter than me? I was focusing mainly on intelligence. And, you know, I've been an actor, and I've been around. I mean, if somebody wanted me to play somebody really smart, I could do it, because there's the words on the page, and I can portray that. But there is no script in a role-playing game. So my question was, you know, this guy's got an 18 intelligence. I, I'm i going to be bumbling around like I usually do, even in character. So how do I go about, how do I go about fixing this? And I came to realize some sage advice from another DM helped too. I come to realize they're just numbers on a page. That's what roles are for. That's why you have stat roles. I don't really go for these games where they say, okay, roll your stats, and now here's your bonuses, so forget the stats. No, no, the stats are important. They are they are there to be used. They're just not a number you just write down and then erase. I'm sorry. That's just the way I feel. So if you have an 18 intelligence and you roll under your stat, if you can't figure something out and the DM thinks you should, or you think you should, you think you're missing something, ask him if you can roll it. Okay? Now, I know this has gotten has gotten a bad rap, and deservedly so, because people there are people out there who just take advantage of this. And I'm talking about skill rolls, too, if you're using a skill system. Because they are linked. To me, skill skills should be linked to one of the six stats. And... So, you cannot ask for a skill roll every single time. You've got to put some effort into it. It's called role-playing for a reason. 
because you have to sit there and he you walk into a dungeon room and you find a skeleton of a dead adventurer and a body of a dead orc. Obviously, they killed each other. But there's something in this room that you think you're missing or the or the DM thinks you're missing and he thinks your character well, it's smart enough, so go ahead and give me an intelligence roll. And if you roll it, he will give you what you're missing. That's how stat rolls work. That's how rolls work in the game. He'll he'll say, well, you know, this adventure looks like he's been dead for about 10 years. He's mostly just bones with stuff. But this orc looks like he, he died a few months ago. So you don't know what exactly what was going on here. So they didn't really kill themselves unless said adventurer came back as a skeleton or something. And, you know, if they're a magic user and you want to make another intelligence roll or, or a wisdom check or a wisdom roll, too, would work. I have perception in my game. I have it as like a seventh stat, unofficial stat. But but the point is, you got to use your brain. And you look at it and go, okay, these are two separate instance, instances. Or you could look at the skeleton with the adventurer's clothes on there and say, okay, this was reanimated. I can tell by residual magical energies that even 20 years ago, you know, even 20 years later now, I can still detect faint magical energies around this. Or however you do it, negative material plane, you know, that kind of thing. So that's how you're supposed to go about doing that. Well, some people get hooked on that. And I'm not talking about people who just don't know better. Some people think that all it is is all the games are about is roles. It's roles and role playing. Because you get, I always insist that, you know, I ask them, what do you do? What are you looking for? I always insist that they role play stuff out. Now, if there's, if you're in a, if you're, say, in a dungeon and you're, you've got 12 rooms to look through and six of them are empty or empty with some stuff some interesting stuff in it that has nothing to do with the adventure, I'll just go, oh, you don't see anything. You want to make a roll? Okay, fine. You don't see anything. You find uh, a couple of silver pieces in the corner over there. You find a hilt of a sword broken off in another room or something like that. You know, that kind of thing. But, I mean, I'm talking about people who just think that roles are there to roll all the time. They're not there. They're to supplement the role-playing because it's called a role-playing game. I love rolls. I love dice rolls. I think the random factor in dice rolls is fantastic. You can push games in a direction that you never would thought possible. But it's not the be-all and end-all. Now, I'm not trying to get in a rant or come down on you or anything like that. But I'm just saying stat rolls are there for people who, okay, fine. I don't have an 18 strength. So I got a roll to find out if I can do this. Or the GM, or the DM can just give it to me depending on the situation. But if it's critical, they will have me roll. And it's a stat roll. And I worry about the mental stats a lot. Be, I used to, anyway, because it's like, well, nah, man, I could never play like Sherlock Holmes and figure stuff out, you know? It just it just doesn't come to me that way. Well, that's why you have a stat. That's why you have a... a roll, your, roll under your 18 intelligence. And... I will give you, the, the DM says, I will give you clues. Now, he'll give you clues. That's the thing. He'll tell you what you see there and give you kind of a ballpark guess. Like, let's go back to the orc and the skeleton there. Uh, 
Okay, the skeleton has very faint residual magical aura about it. So you know it had been in, in it had been animated in some way in the past. You don't know how long the past or anything like that. And over here the orc, the orc is a few months old. He's putri- starting to putrefy, but you can tell and <clears throat> he's got a big stab wound in his chest that is probably what's causing this. This being death. So I give you those as a, as a game master. I give you those. So you're intelligent. You figured, you saw this and you figured this. So you're the one who are supposed to. Now, here's where the role comes in. You did an intelligence role in both of the, or rather perception. Let's call it a perception role. Some kind of perception role in your game on these. And you figure those out. Okay. It's up to the player to put two and two together. Or... If they can put it together themselves, all the better, no roll needed. Or, if they can't quite put two and two together, but know something significant here. Now, the game master has two choices. They can either make them roll and, you know, suggest that, and suggest, I'm saying suggest, not tell them that they may fit together this way, or... He can just let it go and go on with the adventure because that happened and the player will probably remember that happened. Maybe this resolves itself further down the line. Something else in another room that is pertaining to this. But the point is, you have your information. You got your information from your intelligence role or perception role or whatever. And then putting two to two together, hey, you got it. This guy was done da 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 but if you don't, make an intelligence roll. Okay, maybe you think that this skeleton animated and drove off a bunch of bunch of uh, party of adventures, but then like five minutes later, this orc wandered in and it killed it. So th- maybe that's maybe what you think. And th- I like to suggest rather than tell because that gives the player the option to decide okay yes this is right this is this is this is the path i'm going to follow on this this is the conclusion i came up with and so i'm going to go with that whether it's right or not you won't find out until the end or you know later on in the story but that's how it works you suggest you don't tell if they're absolutely, you know, if if there's if they're on the right, let me put it this way: if they're on the right track, is it's like you're getting warm, you're getting warm. Uh, if they're on the right track, you can say something like, "You are ninety-five percent sure that's what happened," and then the, let the players take it from there. So that's how you play out. If you have a stat that you don't think. If you have playing the stat, that's why I call, I call it playing the stat, because you think that you only have a te- an intelligence of the an IQ of so much, but you're playing a character who's much much smarter, or much much more wise, or much much more dexterous, or something like that. The physical stats we'll get into later. In fact, that's probably a good good topic for tomorrow's show. I will get into the physical stats tomorrow. So I guess part two. Yeah, so that's how you play the stat. That's how you deal with the stat as a game master and as a player. So, 
I'm going to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, of course, oldmangrognar at gmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail for me on Anchor. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you two can support this program, and I would appreciate it. Thank you again, Jonathan, Oliver, Mark, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, and Dan for supporting me and contributing to the program. I thank you. Don't forget Dan Craig's The Young, Y-U-N-G, Grognard Podcast, and Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Owlbear Podcast right here on Anchor. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.